cannot catch a virus. Well, back at it again, boys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. And we're back. We're back for another one. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, on the other end of the mic, your favorite host for the evening, Big Chocolate Man. <laughs> milk Chocolate, okay? It's me. It's boy. I'm here. Oh, yeah. I got a little got a little, little more milky this weekend. I was out in the sun. Did you? Swimming. Getting ready to get that. Get that pre-tan before Fourth yeah, of July. You know, getting that uh, getting that Teddy Graham color going. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you've just offended somebody. Ah, uh, they'll be all right, dude. Sure. Fucking Belle, she like shade darker being out in the sun, dude. Oh yeah, fucking hey, that little girl tans like a motherfucker, dude. It's ridiculous. Some bullshit. <laughs> I tan for about twenty minutes, and then you burn. And then it, <laughs> yeah, it either turns into a burn or I go pasty white again. <laughs> it just like sheds a layer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like a, it's like an onion. I'm like an onion. Just grows layers. I feel like at this point I should just, because uh, I really do just want to like cover the body in tattoos, and then it's like I don't have to worry about. T- you know what I mean? Yeah, but but now you gotta cover all of your tattoos and sunscreen every time you leave the house. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> can you just can you just tattoo me a tan? Just tattoo, yeah, dude. I've oh, seen that guys that have. I'm, I'm I'm sure it is. I've seen dudes that have like. Um, some of them are probably like cancer patients and stuff, but they have like a little bit of stubble ah. on their head tattooed. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that I've would seen, make sense. I've seen girl, you know, obviously girls get like eye makeup tattooed on or uh, eyebrows tattooed on, all that shit. Yeah, so that's fuck crazy. It. I'm sure someone's tattooing a tan right now, dude. Absolutely, absolutely. God bless him. <laughs> um, I think I can speak for Boy and myself that we wanted to start by saying a huge thank you to anybody that's ever listened to our show, liked our show, followed us on any social media platforms, shared the show, left a review. Uh, We hit two huge milestones. (laughs) This past weekend, um, over a hundred... I know that was like a... Like, milestone uh, is like... I think that's putting it lightly, because it's something... Like, way long ago, before we, you know, really started taking it serious, we decided to like write out some goals, right? And one of them was like, "Oh my god, it'd be so crazy to have 100,000 downloads." Can you imagine that? And then it was like, "Oh, well when we start yeah. like when we get to doing YouTube and all of that stuff, like we let's just try and get like 100 followers." Like when we did our and when we started our Instagram page, 
And we're still like constantly getting followers, right? But it's not like it hasn't exploded, you know. But we're oh, that's yeah, for the, sure. Just because of but, the algorithm. But when we hit a thousand, it was like what a thousand people are like wanting to see what we're up to. That's fucking insane. And then like to hit a hundred thousand downloads and then hit over two thousand subscriptions on Rockfin. I was like, uh, <laughs> what's fucking happening right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, man, because I think back to that dude that was um, on our YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Mm-hmm. His name was M or or whatever. Yeah. What the fuck? He was like a super hater on the show, right? <laughs> and he was like, you guys are going to a different platform. Why? No one listens to you here. And I was like, no, you think no one listens to us here because the algorithms exactly. fucking hate us. Exactly. Like, I was watching um, Jason Burmis' show mm-hmm. uh, earlier on my lunch today. From uh, He's got a channel on Rockfin. Mm-hmm. He's got 60,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is a lot, yeah. right? He gets not even 40 people in a live stream. <laughs> like... They fucking hate the yeah, because because so, they they'll never show that he's got a live stream going. Yeah, like it and, it takes work to get to his page to see if if he's live, even if you have notifications on. Like YouTube is there to just fuck creators, you know. Yes, yeah, that's and that's why we're like we're we're so thrilled and, and honored to be on Rockfin with like some of these other great shows that we kind of, if you will, idolize. You know that were inspiration to ours. Um, TCG. Oh fuck! Right, going to Godfather. He's jumping over to Rockfin. Good for him, dude. Oh man, (laughs) dude. Okay, now this is if you guys haven't listened to to those conspiracy guys, it's 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 one of it's the best, right? Gordo, he goes on marathon runs. Like his show is not. When you're going to, I'm going to sit down and listen to it on my, no, dude, like, if you have a week-long project, you're going to listen to one of the shows, because he gets so in-depth, he's so fucking funny, but how is that going to work with video? <laughs> you know what God, I mean? Dude. Like, man, he's going to have um, to, okay, I'm going to have to switch computers, because I filled up this hard drive, give me a minute, and then we'll continue yeah. the show. <laughs> I know. Um yeah, it's crazy. So it's just it's just a surreal thing, man. So I, w- I really do want to uh, thank everybody for getting us this far. And um, it, it's weird, man, because you know we're just a couple of guys that have that have a show. Yeah. Um, but this this kind of this movement thing that we have going right now, this hooligan movement, it's like a real thing, and uh, it kind of um, it kind of bothers me sometimes when I hear like some black pilled stuff. Out yeah, there. of course. People are like, "What what can I do?" Like what? Like what does it matter if we know? I'm like, fuck that, dude. Like we're yeah. doing something. Oh yeah, because you know you, what I mean. You get the you get the stuff like, like oh, did you see what happened? And it, I'm not gonna say the Instagram page's name because I I really like the guy. But during the time like the Fauci emails and stuff were coming out, he's like, nothing's gonna happen. It doesn't matter why we're getting it. Well, it does matter. And the people that know already know nothing's gonna happen, right? Yeah. I I. I don't think you, I, or Chris, well, maybe Chris, were, were like, oh, dude, it's happening. He's getting arrested. He's going to prison. Like, we knew that wasn't going to happen. And anybody that's been paying attention knows that's not going to happen. We watched every single institution that was set in place to protect, 
you know the the constitution the constitution and the way things run in this country we watched all of those institutions fail right in front of our face and they didn't give a fuck what happened supreme court didn't give a shit uh pence didn't give a shit you know ag bar didn't give a shit and nothing happened so we already know because those are the people that are like, no one's coming to save you. Yeah, motherfucker, we know. That's why we're buying up guns and ammo like a motherfucker. <laughs> because we know no one's coming to save us. You know? And and it was constantly like... Just because there were people in the comments who were like, oh man, I hope he gets it for this. Everybody hopes he does, right? Um, but when he didn't, he's like, see, look at, look at all you fucking idiots out here thinking that you knew what was going to happen and that he was going to fucking go to jail. Nothing's happened yet. It's been a week. Told you. And it's like, okay, dude, settle down. Like, like, why are you, why are you happy about yeah, this? Why like, are you celebrating this fact? Yeah. That, that's not a, I told you so moment. You know what I mean? Like, just, just keep it pushing. But it was the same thing during the election, right? Fucking told you guys, all you guys who were like, oh, Trump Scott, he's going to pull something out. Fucking told you. And it's like, we wish witnessed that with that other podcast, remember? Uh, forget the name of it, but that shitty podcast that was, uh, we had commented on their page and then they got oh, into it. Yeah. Fuck that nerd. Yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> and then who they you're blocked us. <laughs> yeah. 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 They they um, they went through that whole black pill shit during yeah, the election. Yeah, because he's a grifter. Oh, dude, he's he yeah, just he's panders to what's what's hot at the moment, you know. That's it. And and uh, it, it shit. He, he interviewed someone big. Oh Who yeah yeah interview? yeah. Oh, he interviewed Roger Stone. Yeah, Rogers. This guy's got like eight hundred subscribers and interviews Roger Stone. So some fucking how he knows somebody. Oh, right? absolutely, dude. <laughs> absolutely. You know that and and like, it was just uh, first of all. Um, I don't want to hate on another podcast, but this guy was a complete fucking asshole and his voice was extremely <laughs> annoying to fucking listen to, you know, but, um, like we're not here to attack people's beliefs. We have plenty of people who swear by Q that listen to our show. Right. And, and Sam said it before. And I got to say, you know, if we didn't run into Sam, like I probably would have a different mindset, but there's some shit that he's like, we've spoken about with him that's just kind of set things into perspective um i'm definitely a fucking realm believer and i'm definitely the type of guy who if that's what you believe then that's your what you're gonna believe is true right uh because yeah. i had asked him during one of our shows about q and he said oh if you believe it's true then it's true it's definitely a manifestation of what you're putting your energy into and uh yeah if if it's going to be... I think that goes for a lot of things, too. Oh, absolutely. If it's going to be, you know, changing your whole entire stance just to grift off of the audience that you think is at large compared to the one previous, then that's exactly what your belief is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you, that shit goes into everyday life, too. Like, if if you believe... And we see it all the time, especially with these young kids. And I know we're kind of, like, rambling right now, but... With these young kids who are like, oh, I have ADD really bad. I have anxiety really bad. And it's all like self-diagnosed. Of course, they're going to believe that, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, there was a story that we learned about in psychology. It's like one of the fucking main, you know, kind of aspects of psychology where they say if you were born in a cave with zero light and all of a sudden you see a point of light and someone says, I'm going to go there. 
And then they come back and they tell you like, oh my God, there's like these giant things coming out of the ground with like, and then something blows them around and there's like this furry stuff on the floor and, and then you'd be like, no, that's fucking bullshit. Like you're making it up. You know what I mean? So the perspective from inside the cave and outside the cave are completely different. And if you were to share those perspectives, the other one would call you a liar, right? So these kids, if you're telling them like, no, dude, you're just a teenager, a little bit of angst, like, no, I'm not. I have I have severe depression. I have anxiety. I have panic attacks, you know? And it's like, I don't know if it's an attention thing, but that's what they believe, and that's what they have, you know? It's fucking, yeah. it's a strange world, dude. <laughs> I'd like to, me and uh, Storm Shadow were watching Rocket Power earlier. Fuck yeah. So Yeah, we were getting down on some Rocket Power. Um, Just take me back to the 90s for a little bit. Dude. Where everything was awesome and no one was was anxious. Dude, the music was good. The TV was good. You know, fucking no. I mean, the internet was extremely limited towards the end of the 90s, which was fine. I'd like to go back to that, dude. Back to where you had to ride your bike to your friend's house to see if they were home. Yeah, you had to remember how to fucking go somewhere. Yeah, and you or had you to just remember. Don't go. You had to remember a telephone number. Yeah, you know, I had a dude. I had a Rolodex of numbers. <laughs> in my head. Yeah, now I know, you know I mean? one phone number, and that's my wife's. Yeah. And if I had to, I know my call her from jail. And I know she wouldn't answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know my wife's number, and it's pretty much useless. So <laughs> she has. She doesn't have a phone. She has a TikTok machine. <laughs> <laughs> There's, um, so tonight's episode, we're going to be wrapping up part two of the Winchester Mystery Mansion. Um, and then after this episode, we're going to record another episode for the hooliganism, which will be available as part of the premium package on Rockfin. I encourage everybody to jump on Rockfin Premium. I know it's 10 bucks a month, but Netflix is twelve ninety nine. So we're cheap. Uh, we beat it. We undercut it. Yeah, we undercut that shit. <laughs> and and uh, let me be clear. You, you know, you're not just helping our show. You're helping every content creator that, that has gone there because of these other platforms that have been censoring people. Mm-hmm. Like YouTube, like Twitter, like Facebook, like Instagram. They don't censor their content. Yeah. So people can actually go there and provide a good show whatever their show is. And it's not just a conspiracy. There's wrestling, there's jujitsu, there's cooking, there's, there's, uh, sports, there's cars, uh, car, all kinds of, it's, it's YouTube, just not a bag of dicks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and the more, sorry, but the the more, uh, paid subscribers that show up on Rockfin, the better that platform is going to get. Um, just like what a month or two ago, their, their apps weren't out yet for, for Apple and for Android dude. Now you got Rockfin on the go. You got the Rockfin app. Um, and, 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 and the app is great. And if you ask me, dude, it operates better than YouTube. Yeah. Way better. It, it, and it only gets better. So, so keep that in mind. You're not just supporting our show. You're supporting every creator on there because that's kind of how they, they divvy up revenue and and uh, and whatnot but you know we did get um chris had mentioned it a couple shows and we'll, we'll talk about chris here in a second had mentioned a couple shows that somebody had, had mentioned that they didn't like all the ads that they had mm-hmm. on the on the podcast and listen i think we all agree that we don't like those ads 
Mm-hmm. As of right now, that's how we're paying for the show, right? Yeah. We want to get away from that. So supporting the show through Rockfin, no ads, right? Exactly. Yep. If you just make the free account and go to Rockfin, still no ads. Yep. So that's one way to listen to or watch the show, and there's no ads. But if you guys buy T-shirts, use the affiliates, um, you know, send, th- throw, us some, tr- throw us some tips on Rockfin. Yeah. I think another goal that we've set for the show is by the end of the year to be completely ad free. So we'll have ads in our show, but they're our affiliates. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting commercials for like, have you taken your COVID-19 shot? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sign up now because, man, I miss concerts. (laughs) You know? You want to hug your grandmother ever again? You (laughs) son of a bitch. Talk about a black pill, dude. Those commercials. Um I was I was listening to the uh, the Venice Beach Dub Club episode. Awesome, by the mm-hmm. way. Kudos, way to go. Yeah, um, appreciate. And it. and we had some uh, some ads for San Diego Padres pop up. That was kind of cool. So, yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, you do definitely get like head on over to McDonald's, stuff your fucking asshole with a Big Mac. <laughs> it's like yeah, oh. <laughs> and, and just to be clear, like we don't we're not putting those in there. Right. No. So these are ads that are approved by the hosting platform. So we want to get away from that, but we can't do that unless you guys support the show through yeah. multiple different avenues. We're not like asking you like, I just need the blood of your firstborn. Um, <laughs> I need a semen sample so I can clone your ass. And then I need a, a major credit card. You know yeah. what I mean? It's 10 bucks a month on Rockfin or buy a t-shirt, man. Buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Use Please. an affiliate. Go buy some cushy dreams. Yeah. Some Dr. Cowan's. Yeah, you definitely. Know what I mean, Cowens. That shit is tight. Loving that stuff, um, boy. Before we talk a little bit about Chris, what's going on there? Um, are you drinking anything tonight? Oh yeah, I got. Uh, it's got a jacket on right now because I'm trying to <clears throat> keep it nice and warm. But speaking of the Padres, this is hands down my favorite beer. It's brewed right here in San Diego, and it's paid in homage to the great Tony Gwynn. It is Ale Smith's 394 Pale Ale. Um, even if you're not an IPA guy, it's, it's fucking delicious. It's my favorite yeah. beer by far. Um, there's also, uh, another brewery out here, Ballast Point, that's, that brews, uh, one called Swinging Fryer and it's similar, mm-hmm. but definitely not as good. But, uh, mm-hmm. dude, Ale Smith, 394, Tony Gwynn, it can't go wrong. It's the best. It's my favorite. It is a delicious beer. I've, I've, I've yeah, had it before. Absolutely. Uh, I am actually drinking... Something I've never drank before. Uh, I went to the liquor store on the way home. Saw that, yes, well, it's a little <laughs> thicker. Um, oh, this is semen. Uh, by <laughs> thicker. Cambodian brass, b- breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's brought to you by Martin City Brewing. It's a Belgian-style Abbey Ale. Ooh. And I got it, and, and I didn't look at it, like, as far as alcohol content or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's got this, like, cool little, like, Illuminati guy. Oh, okay. Okay, And yeah. I was like, oh. Definitely, like, a like a Jesuit knight or something. Yeah. Okay. It's just, you know, like, <laughs> how do you think we got our, we got so successful? Just, yeah, yeah. just you know. <laughs> We're um, down at the crossroads, baby. And, uh, <laughs> man, it's thick. Yeah, I, I oh, took a, a sip and I was like, "Oh, so it's like a like a shake." Okay, <laughs> okay, um, I gotta chew this a little bit. It's a seven point two. 
Nice. So I it's a, it was a little, it's a little heavier, a little heavier for a, for just a beer and ale. But um, yeah, it's you, not bad. You skip, you skip dinner after one of those, dude. Yeah, it's not something <laughs> you're gonna drink on like an Arizona trip. You know what I mean? If you're just <laughs> in the backyard not, in Arizona. Yeah, that's not like a like a, let's head down, let's just go tubing, and I'll bring a six pack of these. <laughs> like definitely not. Dude, one of the last trips we took to the river with the wife's family, uh, me and uh, Dirty Roro, we got some beers, mm-hmm. and I grabbed a 12-pack of Kilt Lifter, and I don't know if oh. you remember that one or yes. not. Yes. Thick beer. Thick. It's 112, and we're floating on the river, and I'm, I'm slamming fucking mud out of a glass bottle. That's fucking... That sounds miserable, dude. Not Maybe that's why he... Good. Is, is is was that you or him that pooped in the river? Uh, we both it was did, him actually. Oh, okay. We and both you were did, holding hands. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm trying to I'm trying to curb. Yeah, um, what's that made up thing they talk about? The environment, climate change. I'm oh, trying to cur- I'm trying change, to do my yeah. part for climate change. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you guys became mud buddies, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and turtle turtle sisters. <laughs> T-shirt idea. Um, so Chris is not on the show tonight. Um, usually we we poke fun and tease at him, but tonight he's actually um, visiting his brother in the hospital. Uh, he's sick right now. He's got some stuff going on. I know he's been on the show in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had some internal uh, organ. Problems, I guess we could call yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's, there's there's definitely a lot more. Uh, it like he's, the guy's been in and out of the hospital. And he's been through it. And he's still fucking bossing his way through it. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, what I, we we don't know exactly what to call it because there's a lot going on. But um, yeah, he we're definitely. Uh, <clears throat> he doesn't have a stomach. It sucks. Yeah. No stomach. So he goes like throat to large and like esophagus to large intestine. Not made up, hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Chris is there visiting. You know, it's his twin brother. So you know, keep him, keep him in your thoughts, guys. Keep him in your prayers. Um, yeah, for sure. We wish him well. He is he is a, a hooligan since since day one. So yeah, um, big supporter, awesome guy. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. Better looking than Chris for sure. <laughs> Man. Definitely better looking than Chris. Yeah, they say they're identical, but I call bullshit. So yeah, identically not <laughs> exactly. Or yeah, so I don't know what happened? But um, he, Chris got the short end of the stick on the looks. So. Yeah, probably both sticks. To be honest, with you um, so Mr. Hamilton, we're, we're thinking about you. We're loving you. We're praying for you, man. To a quick recovery. Uh, hopefully, you're you're back on your feet. And uh, arresting people uh, once again. Yeah. So, so uh, getting into tonight's episode, this is part two. It's probably not going to be too long to wrap up the rest of this episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, we had left off talking about the Winchester Mystery Mansion, and we kind of went through, uh, in part one, uh, what the mansion is, was, who Sarah Winchester was. Um <clears throat> <clears throat> and correct me if I'm wrong, boy. We kind of left on, left off on um, our speculation of who she was, um, 
did she really believe in the theory that that they were ghosts haunting her, mm-hmm. spirits haunting her family? She had a curse on her family. Yeah. Um, did she really believe and, that she had to do what she had to do to survive? Oh. Boy, and, I lost his mic there. Yeah, dude, fuck. Fucking haunted over here, dude. <laughs> um, and was the house itself actually haunted? Yeah. Um, I don't buy it. I'm not sure how you feel about it, but I, I definitely wanted to get into that because there's definitely some... Uh, what do you call it? Discrepancies um, amongst yeah. some of the uh, some of the people, like in the in the um, what do you call it? In the uh, paranormal, you know, realm. So oh, yeah, I, I mean, me uh, yeah, if, handle your shit, man. Um, <laughs> you know, the more I looked at the case, and the the more I looked at the information that's available. And and hopefully, like we had said in part one, hopefully there is like a, a, a Sarah Winchester diary somewhere that she wrote down her thoughts and feelings that might come out one day to kind of solidify. Yeah, I what think, actually I happened, think for sure. You know? Yeah, I think for sure. Eventually, something like that might come come out. Yeah. Um. So this is a fun fact about the the house itself. So my wife has been there. And I was asking her about it, what she remembered, if she remembered anything. Cause she was a she was she's a little kid at the time, um, and she only remembers uh, a handful of, of of information about the house. You know, the the story, the legend behind it. You know, but she's like, you know, it's it is true. Mm-hmm. Doorways lead to nowhere. Staircases that just go up to the roof and yeah. stop yeah, straight um, up to the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, straight up to the ceiling. And stop, and you know, windows inside of rooms of you know, in through that window is just another room that you yeah. can look in. Um, and uh, I was like, So, did you fucking see anything? <laughs> and she was like, Well, no, <laughs> but <laughs> it would have been cool. I'm like, Yeah, I would have, sure. that would have been great for the show. So, thanks for right, just dropping, dropping me on my head there. Yeah, I don't know, man. So here's the thing. This, like, when you Google the Winchester House, the Mystery Mansion, whatever you want to call it, um, you find a lot of, like, top 10 most haunted houses in America. And this has made several top 10 lists. And I don't know how, because is there a ghost? Maybe a ghost or two, but that doesn't make it the most haunted. You know what I mean? Um, I think because of the backstory, because she went to a uh, psychic and they told her that, you know, because your family was, you know, basically selling items of destruction, you know, weapons of war, whatever you want to call it, that your family's cursed and you're going to be haunted by every single person that's ever been killed by Winchester Wifel. It's like, nah. I don't buy that. It would have been super cool if all of a sudden there's just fucking hundreds of thousands of ghosts throughout this house. Like yeah. when I when I first the first thing popped in my head when I was reading about the house, how it was built, was the movie Thirteen Ghosts. And I think I talked about it in the last show. You did. You did. Uh-huh. And so I'm thinking like, fuck yeah, dude, we're gonna be which by the way, she was obsessed with the number thirteen. 
Um, if you oh, go to the house cool. on Friday the 13th, uh, the the bell will toll for like 13 minutes. Um, and like she, she was obsessed with the number 13. We know it had 13 bathrooms. Um, big, big, huge thing about the number 13. But as far as it being like super haunted, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, you know, they had Zach Baggins from Ghost Hunters there. I'd they fight had, that guy for charity, uh, too. <laughs> they had uh, Sylvia Brown, uh, who's famous. She's always She used to be on daytime TV, uh, specifically um, Montel Williams all the time. Um, and then they made a movie about the place starring Helen Mirren. And Helen Mirren's take on it was... If you're making items that take lives, um, then you're bound to have to pay for it. Well, I don't think anybody's ever made a gun going, this is going to fucking kill so many people. Right. You know what I mean? Um, So I don't buy that at all. Um, But for some reason, Sarah did. So if I had to say that, is it haunted? Sure. Um, But... I. from some of the stories, it's just they're not very like compelling ghost stories. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was they were just kind of meh. You know, it's, well, it's you... hard to say. Like s- some of the some of the stories were like I heard a sigh in the hallway and I went out there and there was no one there. I felt a tap on my shoulder and I turned around and there was no one there. Um, I think the most compelling one is. And and the the ghost goes by Clyde, I think that's what they called him Clyde. <laughs> but they would walk in and they would be doing the tour, right? So it'd take them to the basement and they'd be like, "Oh my god, the actor you had down there polishing a wheelbarrow was amazing. Fucking clothes were perfect. Everything was great." Or or the guy you had cleaning a chandelier in the you know thirty second family room uh, was fucking great. And it's like, okay, that's probably the most compelling stuff. And I did see a video. That uh, during the witching hour, you know, it's nighttime or early morning, whatever you want to call it. And they're, like you see like a window kind of open and then close real slow. And it's like, mm. I don't know, man. It's just. Yeah, but that shit happens wasn't at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. You know what I mean? True. 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 But, but I, you know, it's like we, I don't know. I, I, ex- I expected more. I got myself, maybe I got too hyped up for for. The Winchester House, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I do. Um, <clears throat> I know we haven't done a whole lot about it on our show, but it is a, it is a topic on the show that we cover paranormal stuff like that. And Oh, yeah. Um, at some point, I really want to do like a live show where we record some shit at like an abandoned yeah, insane asylum, you know, get our sleeping bags. Probably not that, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And I, and I felt like a little bit left, let down on this one as well. Not to say it isn't inter- yeah. an interesting story and topic, but oh I no, think the, was... the story itself—it's it's American history. It's great. Yeah, I, I feel like there's there's so much folklore that was wrapped mm-hmm. up into the story of Sarah Winchester that. And here's another thing too: I don't ever recall how the story got out about her talking with Miss Cleo. <laughs> about uh, you know these these ghosts are haunting you because of your husband's rifle. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. Like how did like how did that story get out? Unless Sarah was like openly talking about. Yeah, I talked to this um, this this psychic bitch, and she was telling me that like <laughs> I got to keep building this house because there's a bunch of dead people and shit that are pissed at me. 
Yeah. Um, so I was going to do that. Like she didn't, she didn't come off as somebody that would just have that open conversation. Cause I'm sure some of the yeah. contractors would even at some point ask her, be like, Hey, why am I, why are we doing all this? Exactly. I'm sure that came and, across and, at some point, you know? Yeah. Cause I was thinking about the same thing and, and I, I know on the last show we talked about how there was no architect. Now I'm wondering if there was like a handful of architects and they're like, you know, we should really like put a room behind this door. And she's like, nope, nope, we're just doing a wall. And like, okay, well, how about we make the staircase like go up to a landing perhaps? And she's like, I I don't think so. I think right into the ceiling is where it should be. And they're like, you know what? I fucking quit. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're paying me a stupid amount of money, but there's no way I could put this in my portfolio and get a job. Yeah. So I'm out. (laughs) Definitely not taking a picture of this and asking for a raise. Um, Yeah. I think it kind of comes down to, well, here's another, before I get to that, here's another interesting fact, and this could just be a rumor as well. Like you said, she did have a fascination with the number 13, doing Mm -hmm. research for past shows that we've done and topics that we've done and covered. We know the the importance of the number thirteen in the occult. It was kind of rumored that she was part of a secret society, um, mm. and I can't think of the name of it. And I and I was like, I didn't write it down because I was like, oh, I'll remember that shit, and I don't remember that shit. Um, but the trouble with that is, secret societies are secret on purpose, right? So even if yeah. she was a member, there's no real, you know, memoirs of Sarah Winchester. And then was like, <laughs> you know, and then on Tuesday I met with the Illuminati and we sacrificed <laughs> three young children. And I'm really yeah. sad about that now, but the ghosts seem pleased. So I'm going to, not build a staircase tonight. You know what I mean? There's nothing (laughs) that confirmed that other than rumors. Um, And if she had, and I think about it this way, if she had construction 24-7 for 38 years, was she like skipping off like lunch break? When everyone's hammering and nailing and sawing away to be like, all right, I'm, I just got to go sacrifice some goats. I'll be back. Like, let yeah. yourself See, out. It could, it could be. You know? Now, this is pure conspiracy and speculation, but if she was part of a secret society and her husband passed away, she gets depressed and she starts regretting whatever it was she did. I, it didn't have to be human sacrifices and things like that. Maybe it was just, you know, fucking what, whatever it was. It, it could have been petty type shit, right? right? Uh, nothing it, it, extremely nefarious per se, but um, maybe she just left that area to get away from all of that. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, sure. But I, it's just, it. I find it really strange that, like you said, there's really no documentation about her speaking to a medium and this and that. And I don't know if that was something that her, her niece, the one that she basically ended up willing everything to except for the house. Right. Um, if if that's something that she had told her and that she brought forth or whatever, right? But it just seems really weird that someone continued to do... And I, and I honestly think part of it is just she was so vulnerable and so broken and depressed mm-hmm. that she just needed to do something. Mm-hmm. And she really just didn't want to go anywhere but be at that house and have them continue to build. Yeah. 
for for that long, you would have thought at some point she would have been like, oh, I think I'm good. I I think I did it. I'm finished. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I I mean, and it's hard to say too. I think the earthquake in 1906 that rattled the San Francisco area. I guess trapped her in the house. There was part of a collapse in the house. Yeah. And um, yeah, it sealed, it stuck her in a room, one of the rooms. Yeah, I I think that that was kind of the downturn of more of the expansion, and and maybe and mm. and and I really do think that she was a depressed woman that that she was just so yeah. distraught at what happened to her family, and this was her coping mechanism, and maybe yeah. it did make her feel good to continually build shit, right? So yeah. she's having this this relief from the from the you know sadness under her life and then a natural disaster takes place and then it destroys part of it and maybe she came to the realization at that point when i think construction kind of slowed down a little bit after that because there's reports of her not really repairing that area or they didn't exactly Mm -hmm. put it back the way it was but she's like maybe she came to the realization of like what the fuck am i doing like I did all this, could be, and then it just part of it just could got be. destroyed, you know. Yeah, it was her life's work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She had no more children. She wasn't a super social person um, after the death of her <clears throat> husband. Um, well, it's because he told her not to. And and yeah, he told her no, no Puerto Ricans, no, no blacks. So uh, clearly, Mister No Fun, but. <laughs> It's you know it was just a shitty situation, uh, and I and I think like if she really did speak to a medium, I do think that it was just she was kind of taking advantage of her. Yeah, you know what I mean. For sure. Um, because especially in Connecticut where she lived, everybody knew who the Winchesters were. Everybody knew who Sarah was. Um, so it was like, oh, okay, maybe this fucking gypsy's old man got capped by a fucking Winchester rifle. And mm. walks into her fucking trailer, and next thing you know, I got her. You know, so yeah. Don't really, don't really buy the ghosts are chasing you, and it. I mean, from from Sarah's perspective, it would probably seem like your family is cursed, right? You lost your daughter when she was still an infant. Then your husband, you have no family left except for extended family, right? Nieces, nephews, things like that. But your immediate family is gone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know anybody who loses all of their immediate family members and then is like, I'm good to go, <laughs> you know? Back on uh, Tinder, so baby. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, she's feeling a kind of way about it. You know what I mean? So, um, I, but I just think she got taken advantage of. Yeah. Like I said, if, if there's anything haunting the house, it's most definitely uh, Sarah Winchester, but... I don't, I don't know. Like, how do you feel about them saying, like, oh, it's one of the top ten most haunted places in America, I don't, or haunt, most haunted houses in America? I don't America. see how, unless, I mean, <clears throat> and, and what do you base that off of? And I'm, I'm curious to see how what the, what they do base that off of. Is it yeah. X amount of reportings of somebody said they saw something? You know what I mean? Because yeah. if there's 50,000 people that go to that house in a year, let's just say, and let's just say 25,000 people say that they saw something or heard something or got touched by something, mm-hmm. and that's recorded, then they go, oh, yeah, based on the scale that we have, this many people yeah. have said they've seen something in this area, so most haunted place, one of the most haunted places. you know? Because I think the Whaley House is up there, too, and I've been there a couple times, and oh, I didn't dude. see shit. 
Um, but I, I have I have some fucking strange experiences at the Whaley House. I believe that motherfucker's haunted for show. But like you said, it, here's here's the problem when someone says this is one of the most haunted places ever. You're already going into there going, I need to see a fucking orb. Yeah. I need to see a book fall off a shelf. Know. You know what Something I mean? Slap me. So you're you're yeah, like you're already in that kind of mindset, right? But you're in a house where like windows are looking into a wall or doors open up to a wall, stairs go into the ceiling. So it's already kind of an eerie feeling, yeah. right? So if no one ever told you anything about that place, you'd be like, I'm getting a weird fucking vibe. Well, it's probably because you're in a bathroom that has zero working plumbing, even though everything is there. You know what I mean? Or there's a fucking passage from the master bedroom to one of the 40 fucking fireplaces. Right. And so, I mean, even if you... if uh, Carnival comes to town. They set up the fun house, and you spend a night in there. You would swear the fucking place was haunted. Right. You know what I mean? Because you just get an eerie feeling. So I, I think people are already going in expecting to have some sort of paranormal experience. And some people don't want to leave that place without having some sort of story to tell somebody. Right. Um, so so they're like, oh, yeah, I felt... I f- yeah, like I don't know, I felt a cold spot on the, on the in the hallway when I was walking back. You know, and it's like... Even the stories from the guests, stories from people that work there, none of them are just, none of them are compelling enough for me to be like, oh, fuck, you really did have like a paranormal experience there. Right. I'm like, ah, it sounds like some shit you made yeah, up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you go in there with the mindset of seeing something, like if you're in your house, just a regular old ass house, and you feel a draft come in, oof, chilly. Where'd that come from? Was that the air conditioner? Was there a window open? That's weird. Anyways. But then you go into yeah. a place that's the most, one of the most haunted houses in America, and you mm-hmm. get a cold draft, you're like, fuck, it's a ghost. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> so It's true, dude. Um, it's fucking true. I, yeah, yeah you, I, I think you do. So, you do set yourself up for yeah. that mentality going into it, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, and But I just want to preface that by saying... It totally could have been me when we went to the Whaley house. Right, you know what I mean? Because sure. I'm expecting, you know, but it's definitely a eerie feeling and there's a lot of yeah. strange stories. And we definitely have to do the Whaley house for sure. Yeah. there. Okay. And I will say this about the Whaley. I know we're talking about the Whaley house now. There's um, there's a uh, like a ghost tour that we did. I think it was mm-hmm. actually with one of my exes that we went down there. But I do remember this portion... So right outside the Whaley house, there's that courtyard, right? Little grassy area. Yeah. And the and the yeah, guide where the where the the yeah portal. kind of by where the rose garden yeah, is like, by that or the portal. Like, okay, so <laughs> yeah, they claim that there's like a like yeah, a portal, like a yeah, portal, right. right? That's what they call it, like into mm-hmm. the other realm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you like hold out your hands in this area, and like you push your hands forward, and he's like, you can feel like this thickness. That you can't feel over here, mm-hmm. and you can swear to God, dude, I felt it. Like there was something pushing yeah. against my hands, and I was like, "This is fucked up." Um, because other yeah. people would stand next to me, and they're like, "I don't, I got nothing." And so maybe I was just mm-hmm. wanting to feel something, or maybe I was more open to it at the yeah, time. Exactly. But I felt something, so I could only go yeah. off of that experience. So. Does that get, you know, marked in a book? Yep. And guest number 497, so they felt the portal, so 
another check. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to go. Like, when we do a Whaley House episode, I'll go to the Whaley House. Me and my wife will go down there and we'll take some pictures, take some video of the place. And, because uh, it's here in Old Town, San Diego. So, it's it's a super popular spot. We actually, uh, were you with us when we took Dom? I think this might have been before Big Country. Perhaps. BBBC. Perhaps. Um, but, uh, he was tiny, dude. He was probably four, and he was like, nah, "Okay, fucking, are we done? I'm ready to go home." And I was like, "No, dude, you're supposed to be the one seeing ghosts. You're a child. You gotta, okay. you gotta warn us when they're coming." And he was like, Meh. "So, you know, I'm so glad you, this is weird that you brought this up because I actually had it written down on the notes to cover in the hooliganism episode. But we can kind of get towards the end of this episode tonight. We're wrapping up part two. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot." of us to cover, but we wanted to end it with something. Um, Now, I was listening to VBDC's um, live. He does a live every day at 6 Mm -hmm. p.m. Pacific time. If you guys haven't followed that guy, go to his YouTube. does great stuff. It's a great show every day. Uh, Get home from work. Take a a listen. Take a a watch. It's it's good stuff. But um, somebody had brought up, as they're asking questions in in the comment section, um... That do you believe that that vaccines? Uh, we can say that word because we're on Rockfin, so um, <laughs> are used in children to separate. I'm kind of paraphrasing what they said, but like separate them from God in a way, like separate them from the Creator, because oh, wow. children are so innocent that they still have this spiritual connection to the, to the world that they were mm-hmm. just in. Right. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's a crazy question. So, so something I wanted to bring up to you, and I was talking to the wife about it with Storm Shadow. So he's uh, almost four months, and mm-hmm. again, we he's he's had no shots, no vaccines, no nothing. And sometimes when we're in the house, dude, I'll be holding him, or she'll be holding him, and he will look off into the corner, and like smile. And like giggle and then look back at us. And I posed this question to the wife and I was like, do you think he can see like past uh, past family members that have died? Like, is is that my grandfather saying hi to him? Is yeah. that like a, his his guardian angel waving at him or making a silly face? I'm getting like emotional right now talking about it. Like, because <laughs> it's like he can see something that we can't. And it's not like yeah, if it was sure. something bad, I'm sure he would react to it. But it's been all positive. And mm-hmm. he, he does it, I mean, a few times a week. And I'm like, either that yeah. paint, like the paint on the wall is hilarious to you. <laughs> or you can see like you, somehow he still has a connection to this other world that... Yeah. Through our lives, we've lost. We've lost that connection. It, okay, maybe not yeah. just from vaccines, but television, food, water, mm-hmm. you know, chemtrails. Yeah. You know, loss of innocence in a way. Um, yeah. That, And I was like, fuck, dude. Dude, that's a, that's a good question. And to be honest, dude... Um, I, I don't think 
that's what the intention for vaccine was. Maybe it was, and it just doesn't work right. on everybody. Um, so it's hard to say, like, yeah, that's that's fucking true. You know what I mean? But, and I know we've talked about this, especially uh, around the time we did the episode with Nathan Gillis, um, who was experiencing, you know, um, interactions with with the paranormal at a very mm-hmm. young age. And it was something that I had brought up to, to my wife about with uh, our oldest son, because there are times where he'll snap up out of bed and kind of having like night terrors, right? Um, and it's hard because we don't know if he if he woke up and then saw something or or, or right. what, you know what I mean? Because we're getting we're getting into the room when he's sitting up. Um, and we've always asked him, because I, I posed this, this question to my wife, like, is he having interactions with negative entities um, because he has maybe, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying he can fluidly interact with ghosts and things like that, but are there times where he has these interactions and it's because they know he can see them um, or, or, or what's, what's right. happening? Cause I feel like it's, it's easy to just say, Oh, he's having a nightmare. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like if you were having a nightmare, it would be sort of a different reaction. Like you might wake up and go, Oh, okay. I'm awake now and go back to sleep. And there's times where we have to console him and let him know, like, this is safe. We're not going to let anything happen to you. And then we'll go to sleep. And we do ask him the following day, because I told Steph, I, he might have some sort of ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and we always ask him, hey, do you remember waking up last night? Not really. Um, do you remember having a dream about anything? Well, I know I had a dream, but I, I don't remember what it was about. It's very easy for a seven-year-old to just be like, yeah, I did, but I don't yeah. want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so, I, I, you know, it, it's definitely strange. Like, you know, Storm Shadow's most definitely seeing mm-hmm. something because they don't react. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 sort of like, like a dog, like a like when you when you say something to a dog, like if you tell your dog, Hey, you want to go for a walk and all of a sudden they get like super perked up. Right. It's, it's cause they're reacting like a dog just doesn't think about going (laughs) on a walk and then all of a sudden gets excited. (laughs) Like, so it's the same with a baby, like the baby's (laughs) seeing something and reacting to it. Right. There's no memories like storm shadows, four months old. He doesn't have past memories unless those memories are of a time before he came to the other <laughs> side, you know, before he leveled up. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, uh, man. When I take the dog out, man, and I take our little pit out, she likes to sniff around the storm drain. And I'm like, hey, mm. fucking Pennywise lives down there. So <laughs> if he if he's trying to give you a treat. She's coming back with a red I'm out. You're on your own. I'm letting the leash go and I'm out. <laughs> um, but I'm glad you brought up Nathan... Uh, Gillis, man, because he does want to come back on the show. He did say the episode we did oh, was dude, the best to. of 2020 that he had done. So we want to have him back on oh, the show. Uh, we're just kind of filling the slots up for, for guests sure. again. And I kind of wanted to ask him that question, what he, what he thought about it, because he's the the forehead knowledge yeah. of, of that, you know, that world. And I just think, like, mm-hmm. man, what if, like, what if uh, Storm Shadow, maybe even your kids, you know, because they're still young, um, they see a whole mm-hmm. other world. Like, 
it, yeah. actively doing things around us. We just don't see it. We you know we can't see it. We can't oh, feel for it. Sure. And he sees all of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. and that I mean that's just mm-hmm. a gnarly thought, gnarly thought to have. Yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> give me right. goosebumps thinking about it, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, that was a trip, man. Um, <clears throat> but that's it for part two of the Winchester Mystery Mansion. Like I said, not a whole lot. Um, we wanted to wrap it up with something. Um, getting off the fence for me, I, I would say that if I had to give my perspective on Sarah Winchester and the Winchester Mansion, I think she was just a sad, depressed human being, and she uh, did the only thing that she felt that she could do, and that was spend her money, spend her money on this on stuff, mm-hmm. and that was filling the on filling stuff, the void yeah, for exactly. her, and I think everything else was just. Um, folklore that tainted her reputation for nothing more than a, a tabloid mm-hmm. article, you know, gossip around the town. Yep. Yep. And some and some ticket yeah. revenue. Probably some bitches that were jealous that she, you know, she was college educated, rich right. beyond their wildest dreams. Yeah. And, you know, they're married to some, you know, I don't know, guy that's just a fisherman or something like that. Nothing against fishermen, but yeah. Like, <laughs> Why aren't we millionaires? Like, well, because bitch, I can't get no fish. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Like, well, Sarah's got fourteen <laughs> staircases, and they don't even go nowhere. <laughs> we got one, and it creaks. You know, <laughs> fucking yeah, it creaks. Yeah, it creaks. <laughs> can't even you can't even do that right. You don't even do nothing right. <laughs> Put a door on the wall at least. <laughs> She's got one toilet that flushes. It would just, we don't even we have shit outside, right? And and thirteen <laughs> bathrooms. Yeah, thirteen. It is kind of a slap in the face to be like, how many bathrooms do you have? Thirteen, but I only made one of them work. It's like, yeah, but you could have you could have made it work. Like you could have made the other twelve work. Yeah, I know I could have, but I didn't. I was too busy building fucking staircases and basements. Yeah, that's so, uh, and it's that's like, just how oh, I roll. That's some. You know that's saying? rich. That's, just, that's the that's kind of money that fun. I have. Like, maybe they were working, and she's like, "Take the plumbing out. I don't yeah. want it to work anymore." You know what? That's oh. bullshit right there. Damn, dude, <laughs> that is some gangster shit. She's like, "Listen, I'm so rich, right? But I went to four banks. They didn't even have enough money for me to make a withdrawal. You know what I'm saying? That's how rich yeah. I am." <laughs> yeah, mind you, she had to get to the banks by a fucking. Horse and buggy, but still, <laughs> I, I I bring another but, uh, buggy with me for the yeah. money, <laughs> for the cash. Uh, but yeah, get off the fence. I agree. It's, it's not haunted. It's definitely a cool house. First thing I thought was, man, H H Holmes would have a fucking oh field day in this house. Walks dude. in and comes. You know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> I, uh, oh, oh god, a non-flushing <laughs> toilet. Oh god, you know what I was yeah. in this room? Oh my god. Oh. oh. A secret hallway? <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, imagine, imagine, if you will, fucking H.H. H. Holmes runs into Sarah while her husband is, like, sick and dying of tuberculosis. Fucking insurance frauds kills him off early. They build this house in San Jose. Oh, my God, dude. What a fucking time that would have been. If if they were together at a certain how point, do we, huh? how do we know? <laughs> how do we? Maybe that's where he got his design from. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, dude. Maybe. That's a conspiracy right trip. I mean, we'll be... I think uh, what H. H. Holmes is, is the was was uh, came in second Coming on the vote, up right? Next, yeah, H. H. Holmes yeah. is the next true crime. This dirty motherfucker, that might have to be two parts. Yeah, I would imagine that it would. He be. was a I would grimy, grimy motherfucker. Grimy, yeah, grimy stuff. Um, before we end this episode. Um, so we discussed with the boys that, uh, Wednesday night, we're going to start doing some live shows, whether that's just myself, myself and Boya, all three of us, or just Boya, we'll just kind of work it out. Live shows on Rockfin. The only way you can get that is if you're the premium subscriber. So get on over there, make a free account to start out with, test the water, see what you like, see, you know. Yeah. Dip your toe in, you know. Um, yeah. Feel it out. more content we're bringing you every wednesday night live show come in have a discussion ask some questions um so that's another aspect we're adding to the show so um that is it for this episode of whiskey beer and conspiracy podcast winchester mystery mansion part two i have been big country and i'm boy and we'll talk to you guys on the next one okay bye 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 See, I'm telling you, dude. Sarah was just a dirty girl. Dude, you know I, mean? I think she was. Just, you know, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. You ain't saying this whole. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it! My life has value. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.